What's going on, guys? This is Dexter Johnson, and you're listening to yet another episode of In the Weeds. And guys, if you've ever been confused by the CPU or the processor that is in your computer, this is the right episode for you. I'm going to work to demystify that and to help you make a purchase decision when it comes to buying a new laptop or desktop machine. Let's get into it. Alright guys, so when it comes to popularity, sheer popularity, I'm sure that you've all heard of the processor company, the maker, the behemoth known as Intel. But you might have also heard of AMD, which has had a huge resurgence in recent years with their new Ryzen chipset. So what exactly is a CPU? When someone is talking about your processor, your central processing unit, what the heck are they talking about? So they're talking about the brain of your computer. This is what drives operations. This is what is controlling how your software interacts with your hardware on your machine and making sure that all those zeros and ones come back swiftly or come back a little slower depending on your processor. So guys, when if you're looking for a high-end gaming machine or if you're just work, working on spreadsheets to goofing off on Facebook, your processor is going to be in the background and it's going to be getting taxed and it's going to be trying to split things off into its different cores to make sure that it's getting the best performance that it can do. Now, when it comes to Intel specifically, there are so many different types of architectures. You have the regular series, you have the U series, you have the Y series, you have Celeron, you have this, you have that. And for the everyday consumer, you're like, what the heck is this? How on earth can I differentiate between all of these models? But guys, hey, I've got a nice little breakdown for you. So, when it comes to a workstation or gaming machine, you're going to have your typical i5, i7, and it's going to be something like an 8950HK. So back in the day, it used to just be the 2300K, and it would just have things like that on it, meaning that you could unlock it and boost the performance a little bit more. However, what you'll normally see on a laptop you'll see that same architecture, but it'll end with the U. And that's if you want your typical performance, but if you want to have just a little more. So that's what you want to see in your laptops. You want to see that U processor. So the HK, those processors are primarily going to be in your desktop machines. Why? Because they're a little more powerful. And when you have more power, you need more cooling. If you would put that same laptop if you would put that same CPU in a laptop, you would probably burn your legs off because laptops just don't have the superior cooling that a desktop class machine is built for or they're going to have. And like I said, you can use it for more intense tasks or for just everyday things. Now, when it comes to chips that are a little bit less performance some of these are in like for example Apple's MacBook line so the MacBook itself is not necessarily a performance monster don't let don't let the pundits or don't let the reviews fool you if you're wanting to do something serious like 
anything series in Photoshop or Premiere, this performance level is simply not for you. So what am I talking about here? I'm talking about the Core M or the Y series chips. When you hear M, you can almost think mobile. So M for mobile guys. So for example, Core M3, exactly thing right there or a Core i5-7Y-54. So think mobile or mediocre, honestly. And then you have like some really, you have two terrible levels left, Celeron and Atom. So Celeron, you're going to hear something like an Intel Celeron N3050 crappy that's going to be a terrible laptop you're not going to have any performance you might find this in a walmart laptop costing two to three hundred dollars they're very popular in chromebooks so chromebooks contrary to popular belief a chromebook actually needs a decent spec sheet because chrome is not the most friendly browser when it comes to memory and performance so having this celeron processor it's normally going to choke around five or six tabs anyway and then people are going to be like, oh, Chrome sucks. No, your processor sucks. And then last but certainly not least, well, actually it is least, Intel Atom. It's just a piece of crap. If you want to be able to do anything on your computer at all, anything intensive, and even if you say that you're a user that, oh, I don't do anything that's too big of a deal. I don't, I'm not a video editor. I'm not a content creator. With as much stuff that's being pulled down from the web, which is as many things that your web browser is expecting of you, this is not the way that you want to go. All right, guys, so I really hope that I have equipped you a little bit with a little more knowledge that you can use in your search. Now, one thing to remember, and that I don't want you to be upset about is that the more performance that you want, the better that you want your computer to be, you're going to have to spend a little more money. As they say, you got to pay to play. So if you're wanting to have this increased performance, if you're a video editor or if you just don't want your machine to become a slow piece of junk after a year or two, Go for that medium level. If you have a laptop, go for that U level processor. If you have a desktop, if you can, try to get an i5. It, like I said, if you're thinking about performance that's lasting over years, when you have that K model, you're going to be set. For example, the latest CPU architecture from Intel, the, that series starts with an 8. All right. I have a series starting with a 2, but it is the higher end. It's an i7. So that processor still works for games. It still works for audio editing. Now, when it comes to video editing, it can get a little bit choppy, but my workstation is still chugging along with my graphics card. So guys, Intel specs broken down. Until next time, I'll holler at you. Also, I've got a nice little article that links everything that I talked about. So check it out and let me know what you think. Thanks, guys, for listening to yet another episode of In the Weeds. Be sure to share the podcast and tell a friend about these deep dives into technology that I post on a regular basis.